what is the most important thing I could tell you? If I could give you one piece of advice, what would it be? That's what we're going to be talking about today here at the kitchen table. Can't wait for you to join. Welcome to the Warrior Mama podcast, as we learn how to apply God's word to our lives in motherhood, finding in big and small ways that the truth of the gospel applies not just to our lives as moms, but also to our children's lives, so that as we stand anchored in Him, we mother confidently with our hearts at rest. I'm so glad you're joining me today at the kitchen table. Welcome back to the kitchen table. We are going to be talking today about the one piece of advice that I would want every single mama to know in the depth of her soul. And if she knew this piece of advice, I believe it would transform motherhood here in America, in the world, just everywhere. So I am praying that today I will just tell you this truth in a way that you get captured by who God is. Today we're talking about shifting our prayer life from duty to desire. And we're going to realize, I hope at the end, that really what we're doing is we're changing something from a performance and finding a person. And in that discovery, our hearts will just break wide open in joy. We're going to be starting today in Psalm 37, 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. As a new mom, there are parts of motherhood that are just straight up duty, aren't they? Right? In fact, like diapers, totally duty, totally duty. And we can change that word a little bit. And it's really a lot, right? Nobody sits around and thinks, what I really want to do today is I'm so looking forward to changing the 10 to 15 diapers today on my newborn baby. We, we just have to. And we accept that. In fact, we welcome that with excitement, especially I remember with my first baby. I mean, every every diaper, I was like, oh, I'm so grateful that I get to change a baby's diaper because my story, and I've shared it here on the podcast, is I was told I would never even be able to have a child. And so when I had my first baby, I mean, everything was a delight because I thought I would never have gotten this experience. And here I was in the middle of it. But even diaper changing a baby who you never thought you would get to have, there are days and there are moments when it just shifts to a duty and you know you need to do it because the child needs changing and we have the hands and the ability. In fact, if we don't do this duty, it's called neglect, right? Because the expectation runs so deeply to care for another that we cannot deny its necessity. And that goes for feeding our little people and keeping them safe and keeping them alive. We are bound in motherhood to that duty. And we love it too, don't we? And and honestly, it's a privilege 
And a lot of days, a lot of days, it's a complete joy, but you can't walk away from it. There's, there's not a day that you can go, you know what? Today, I'm not doing any of those duties. You guys, y'all figure it out. And I'm just going to sit over here. It, it just doesn't happen that way. And for many years as a mom, I viewed prayer in that very similar way. It was my duty. And it was a privilege. I was called to it. I was, I was blessed to have someone to pray for. I was committed to it. I didn't want to walk away from it. And I didn't walk away from it. The same way I had to change diapers, I knew I had to pray for my kids. And so I prayed consistently. Heartfelt prayers, longing prayers, shotgun prayers that, you know, say, just cover everybody with this. The flare gun prayers of panic that say, oh my gosh, God, we have a massive emergency. I think this child just broke their arm. You know, the massive panic prayers. All of that, those are those are great prayers. And I believed I should pray them. And I knew that I should pray specific things for my kids' future, for their spiritual growth, for their happiness, for their safety every day. But you know what? I have a secret truth to tell you. When we are caught in the shoulds of our life, we miss the delight of our life. You see, when we are choosing to say, oh, we should pray, and we hang around in this list of shoulds that we should do, we miss the delight of what it is we are called to do. Isaiah 40, 11 tells us that God gently leads those that are with young. So if you hear nothing else today, even though this isn't the whole purpose of this talk, I want you to understand that if you walk away with nothing else today, God's heartbeat is towards you and he gently leads you. Whether you're young or little or not, God gently leads you. He is committed to that. But perhaps you're like me and you believe in praying, but it seems hard. Like you don't know if you're doing it well. You don't even know if you know how to do it. It seems monotonous, like the diaper changing. Like it's the same three steps, the same three prayers. I do them every day. I say them every way. Or maybe it says it just seems like it's simply without reward. Like you just don't see what God is doing. You just keep praying and hope he does it. So for today, we're going to crack wide open what I believe and I pray will totally transform your thinking on prayer. First of all, I want us to recognize our shoulds. What are the things that we're telling ourselves we should be praying? What areas do we believe God doesn't care to hear about? Maybe that we should handle ourselves. Or perhaps, what are some things that we believe we should hide from him until we can get them right? You see, I had those all in my life. When I examined my prayer life, I realized that there were some things I just thought I should know how to do. So praying about them, were, were that was not part of my prayer life. Specifically for me, I think God really illuminated that with the concept of potty training. And I remember sitting on the bathtub with the child sitting on the potty, and it wasn't going well. And I had read all the books that were available to me and asked all the people who could tell me how to do this. It still wasn't going well. And almost like I could, just as plain as day, God was like, you have not asked me. 
to help you. But he gently leads us. And it was there that I realized, you know, I am apportioning a part of my behavior and saying, I shouldn't pray about this because I should just know how to do it. And yet God was inviting me to pray about it. And truth be told, the moment I started asking God about it, he gave me such amazing insight and wisdom into the heart of that little child to help that little child know how to potty train. And when the next child came along, who was totally different and needed a whole different way of potty training, I knew who to ask. And it wasn't my friend and it wasn't the best book on the market. It was the God who made this child. He cares about our potty training. There's nothing that's off limits that we should know apart from asking him. But then there were these places in my life of prayer that I thought I should get these right. And I should hide them until I could get them right. And reading through the Psalms, I began to understand, well, there's nothing hidden from our God. And so really, I'm just practicing a deceit that's non-existent anyway. And he welcomes my honesty. And y'all, he welcomes your wrestling. And the reason I know that he welcomes our wrestling with him when we have areas that are hard or that grieve our soul or that we feel like we should get lined up before we go back to praying to him about him or maybe we we know or even areas of sin that we're wrestling with and we feel like we just have to wrestle him ourselves. Can I tell you he welcomes wrestling with you? And the reason why is because he knows that he, when he wrestles with us, will turn our hearts back to worship. He will. Spend time with him in prayer about these things. Don't hide them from him because he already knows you're really only deceiving yourself. Read the Psalms. You'll see it all over there. I mean, David was raw with God, but every time he was raw with God, his wrestling shifted to worship. And that's the right posture in our prayer life. But what is God's posture in our prayer life? This, to me, is this massive, massive change in my walk with Jesus. I want you to understand something. It says in Psalm 116, verse 2, something that for me has radically changed who I am and how I talk to the Lord and how I understand God's heartbeat for me. For so many years, I thought that God was measuring me against a measuring stick, making sure my performance was right. I'd lost sight of the gospel. It says that Jesus came all the way for me, knowing I was a full sinner. And while I was still dead in sin, he died for me. And that's true for you, and that's true for me. And that's Ephesians 2. But Psalm 116, verses 1 and 2, this is my response And when I learned this truth, and I pray today that this will be your response in your motherhood, it says, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. And there's a lot in there that we could unpack, but I want to talk about one word with y'all for the last few minutes of today. I want to talk about God's posture in this verse. It says, He inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I can call on him as long as I live. Why? Because of what he has done first. 
There's nothing in this passage that says I got my act together. I did the right thing. I, I, I said the right thing and I did it the right way. So therefore he inclined his ear to me. There's nothing about me. I am just in response to him. I will call on him because he has done this. He has inclined his ear. So what does it mean to incline his ear? What does that mean? I want you to know that that word incline is a Hebrew word that is, it's the Hebrew word nata. And if you're a Hebrew linguist, I may not be saying that word right, but it's spelled N-A-T-A-H. And that word means to stretch out, to incline, to bend, or to pitch a tent. Do you know what that picture means? That God says, I am bending over you. I am pitching a tent over you. You know, that God would, in essence, tabernacle over us. You remember that first time with your first little toddler, two, three, four-year-old, and you're out on a driveway or you're out on a sidewalk with them and they start running and it's almost like you can see what's about to happen before it happens and it's like this slow motion. You're like, no, because their little legs have gotten going at a speed that the rest of their body is at a different speed and in essence, they just skid across that pavement. And they stand up in that moment and there's that moment where they do the silent scream and they're looking for you and then all the scream comes loose and their knees have gone from like white to just boom, full of blood, right? They've skinned their knees. What is your first response, mama? You don't stand back and look and go, oh, Yeah, you skinned your knee, my little two-year-old. You don't look at them with annoyance and go, well, if you hadn't been running, you wouldn't have skinned your knee. You don't scold in that moment. What do you do? You run to that child. Not only do you run to that child, but physically, what do you do? I I wish I could show it to you, but you will naturally huddle around them and you tent over them and you scoop them up in your arms and you're looking at their little knees and you're cooing and you're exclaiming over them and you're listening to their cries and you're holding them tight, aren't you? You are not tying over your child because they're wounded and they're desperate for you, for comfort, for healing, for help to be made whole again. And they need you. And you do it naturally. Do you know that that is the posture that God does in a fullness that you and I cannot do to the completion we long to? He does that. That is his posture towards you and to me. He tents over us in the wounding and in the sadness and in the fear and in the worry and in the heart cries. He runs to us and he hovers over us and he holds us and he consoles us and he tends to what is hurting and what is needed. Our God offers a tenting that is more comforting 
than any physical consolation you can experience here on earth. More comforting than anything you can ever offer to a child. His is the fullness of it. He offers a tenting that is more powerful than any physical protection than you and I could ever experience from anyone else. His arms are more powerful and his strength is more immense. And he protects us more powerfully than anything else can. And he is more consistent with his tenting over us than any physical person ever will be. He will always listen. He will always incline his ear to you. So you can call on him as long as you live. Do you know Psalm 40 verse 1 says the same thing? I think because we need to know it. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. It's the same picture. Our Heavenly Father leans down tense over us like you would with your child, surrounds us with his presence as he listens to our prayers and our pleas for mercy and for grace and for help and for wholeness. In fact, Matthew 6, 8 lets us in on this beautiful secret that explodes this concept. That is his posture towards you. And Matthew 6, 8 lets you know that he knows exactly what you need before you ask him. He is engaged in your life. And if I could convince every single mother that he so fully desires to gently lead you, fully engaged in a posture of hovering over and tenting over you, listening closely, already knowing exactly what you need before you even ask. I believe that your prayer life would change. I know that mine has, as I've understood this, and I've trusted it, and I've stepped into it and said, okay, God, you say this in your word. I'm going to stand on these truths, and I'm going to start praying your word. And I have watched him time and again answer my cries. And his promise is this, his promise is that he will work for our good and his glory. And I know, I know sometimes it's hard because I see how I think my good should be. But I can testify that when I stand on his promises, that he will gently lead me, that he is fully engaged and he is hovering over me, listening intently, when I stand on those promises, I can trust that he knows my good better than I do and that he is working for his glory. I want you to know the power of praying for your kids. I want you to know the power of praying for your family, for your marriage, standing on God's word. That is why I've written A Warrior Mama's Prayers. It is a journal designed for a full year of praying for your children. It's interesting because I've had feedback now of women sharing with me they've never thought about praying some of these prayers specifically for their children. They didn't think that they could or they didn't know it was, it it just never crossed their mind or they didn't know where to find it in scripture. And it has changed their prayer lives. 
I'm watching generations of moms, moms giving it to their daughters who are new moms and grandmothers and moms are now praying this over generations of children. And it is changing. God is moving in the hearts and the minds of these families and these children's lives. Do you know that God will work in our prayers? And honestly, it's a holy mystery because God is at work in your children's lives, even if you never prayed. But I want to tell you that, number one, it will absolutely grow your faith. And number two, when you stand on God's word and his promises, it changes things. He delights in the prayers of his people, and he delights in answering them. So can I tell you that a warrior mama's prayer journal should be on the side of your bed this year? You should be using it and learning how to pray a rhythm of praying God's word for your children. I dare you to try it and see what God does as he walks with you. He will grow you deeper than anything I could have written on that page. It's not my words. I am pointing you to scripture to pray. But can I tell you too, you should buy it for your friends and y'all do it together. I have groups of women who are doing this together and hearing their testimonies after these first two and three months of them praying for their children together and in groups and sharing what God's doing and how it's spurring one another on to pray is amazing to see God at work. Y'all, he loves to gently lead you with your children and he loves to hear the cries of your heart. He will tent over you and he knows exactly what you need even before you ask. So my prayer for you is that you will spend time with him in his word, praying, praying for your children, praying for your family. And in that, walking very intimately with God so that you can say what Psalm 116 one says. It says, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy. I pray that you will just be able to sing that at the top of your lungs, that you love the Lord because you know he hears your prayers. That, that is, if I had only one thing to tell a mama, it would be that. Because God does it all. All wisdom, all insight, all compassion for your child, all knowing the next step, it all comes from him. And it comes from him when we're in a posture of prayer before him. So pray. Pray, mama. As always, I love hearing your responses, talking to you. I'm over on Instagram all the time. You can grab hold of my journal at www.bethanykimsey.co. It is there for you to order. And I would love to hear what God's doing in your life. Feel free to send me feedback. I love hearing it. If you're not on the newsletter, Get on our newsletter. There's so many goodies that come out every week that are being sent just to those moms who are inside of that community and inside of that space. So I'd love for you to be a part of that as well. And thank you. Thank you for sitting at the table with us today. Thanks for listening this week to the Warrior Mama podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support other Warrior Mamas, I'll tell you that one of the best ways that you can do is you can just share this podcast with your friends. You know, sometimes we love to talk about the things we like the most for our face, for our life, for our kids. Can I tell you that it would be a great blessing to begin to share with other moms the things that God is teaching you and the ways that He is growing you in Him. Our prayer over here at the Warrior Mama Podcast is that this podcast is something that does that for you in your life. So feel free to share it with your friends, post about it on social media, and of course, leave a rating and a review. I love seeing what God is doing in your lives. And I look forward to sitting with you at the kitchen table again next week.